listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Watching haters wonder why Gambino got the game locked. Half tied, thicky. All she wanna do is Bangkok. Got her hair done, French debt braids. Now she ASAP. But you know, so insensitive. She asking why he say that. I'm chilling. Real nigga feeling. Rich kid asshole. Paint me as a villain. Still spitting that cash flow. DJ Khaled got penthouses on both coasts. PH balance. Real nigga, I rep those. Why though? Cause I said so. Hip deep in them Pepto's. Got five on it like Ben Foles. You got more tail than Petco. You faker this one sweet and low yeah you got some silverware but really are you eating though are you eating though nigga are you eating though breakfast lunch and dinners for beginners you ain't even know never catch your cases why these faces look so emo watch a hater hate me wanna play me like a piano my architect no japanese yo girl she jockanese no hands like soccer teams y'all fuck boys like socrates you niggas ain't copanese niggas ain't looking like me nigga ain't checking id but i bounce them with no problem tell them problem i'm winning yeah yeah i'm, I'm winning. winning hey welcome to the black Outers podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a wednesday ready to wrap up the week yes sir you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that okay i feel like we've only gotten one in the last two weeks which means either everybody's written a five star review everybody i'm talking about everybody listening has, and i don't believe you or you don't care anymore which is probably the truth y'all don't love us no more it's cool y'all don't want to y'all don't want to come back to death row that's fine <laughs> um but you can find us all those places leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser and an official sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions that's right Shadow Doll Productions is uh, the maker of some fine handcrafted audio plays, but they also have a YouTube page. And um, they, oh wait, did I make the wrong copy? Um, They have basically decided to put the outtakes from when people fuck up during the during the audio play readings uh all on the YouTube, uh, which you know should make for a pretty hilarious. collection of uh gags and gimmicks and stuff because then you get to see everybody's uh flaws and stuff too which i think i was thinking about this today um i think i wrote this on facebook but i was like isn't it wild how all of us know that a lot of life is trial and error yes it is all of us right if you to ask people that i'm not perfect i make mistakes we all make mistakes da 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 but then so much of social media and the image people portray is about never making a mistake right never being weak never like people talk more about their trials than their errors is what i'm saying like you can talk about your trials like the things that have gone been done to you things that you know have befallen you but to talk about where you fucked up people don't really put that out like mm-hmm. everybody likes to project so they this. do that like something wrong with you what you mean like if if you come out and be like well i fucked up in this area or i did something wrong everybody want to turn around and judge you like you're just the worst person on the earth even though everybody fucks up yeah that's what i'm saying like the trial like the error part of trial and error eh, it's not that much so shadow dog production i think it's kind of cool what they're doing is they're taking out um they're putting out videos um that have some of the mistakes in them uh have you ever seen those videos by youtube celebrities who have an edit cut every five seconds because they can't get through a single fucking sentence without without stumbling their words or losing their train of thought 
it's annoying as fuck so we roasted those mofos in our book crushers web series promo yeah if you guys have ever seen this happens a lot uh no offense to because i actually have some friends who do this for a living but <laughs> where they do the thing where it's like you know i'm gonna talk about this but then it's like every five seconds it's a cut you know whether it's a cut of them looking at the camera making a face or a cut of them <laughs> you know um you know cutting out the the spaces in between sentences which i i know that's uh good editing but it's so weird because it's not the way anyone talks and it does not sound natural yeah like i've seen and i've seen those videos and i'm always like how much work is that a lot like you had to cut out all your pauses all your um stop in you know how many times you have to record certain sentences twice it seems like a lot of work i mean that's, that's definitely why i couldn't do it but um yeah so they made a uh a post and uh, uh made a, a youtube video and i will put it in the uh in the link in the comments all right i mean not the comments in the uh show notes all right um all right let's get into show time let's talk about what's going on with the show okay guys there's all kinds of stuff going on um what where do we start with the news i feel like we could start anywhere you know let's start with some random thoughts there we go yeah that's a good place to start um I'm thinking about starting a dating site for people that are willfully obtuse called okay stupid and <laughs> it's gonna be okay comma stupid because that's how i feel about willfully obtuse people where i'm like okay um or maybe one for black republicans okay coompit okay that could be a good one <laughs> no coons gotta date somebody somebody the rest of us black people don't want to date them and i'm sure there's a list of white folks that wouldn't mind putting up with some cooning but you know so it could be like you know black people meet but with coons you know uh, all the people that want to meet those make america great again ass niggas they could do that have a field day um i wonder who books the eric andre show i don't know if that show's still around but now oh, it's kind of been replaced by huh? oh i enjoyed that show but yeah i thought they took a break but yeah yeah it's been a couple years though and it's now it's been kind of replaced by the show called mostly for millennials i don't know if you guys watch that adult is a swim. weird fucking show yeah if you guys watch adult swim um i love both of these shows by the way I, I don't give a fuck um but um they always manage to get celebrity guests on there and my question is who books those guests i don't know and they you can tell that the celebrity is like what the fuck did i sign up for yeah like who books those guests and how do they keep those people from hunting them down and killing them for it <laughs> come on like i don't like they like it's it's honestly um amazing um what they get away with it also says something about how um how much people like fame is just showing up and being places yeah because somebody else particularly once you get to a certain status somebody else schedules this shit for you I mean, you just show up yeah like how like it's almost like that new show by um uh sasha baron cohen um who was america where he gets legitimate like famous and powerful politicians to come on the show somehow hey, you know her from Clueless Hold on, I'll, I'll stop this Fox real quick but um they come on the show for real and it's like well how one to have the balls to do that to a person but two like how do they not just find you and track you down and fuck you up like this is wild uh, yeah, so and also is the the person that's booking 
that person probably needs to be fired because you need to they need to vet better i will be so pissed I oh you mean on the celebrity side yes whoever's vetting please google do something because you can find out about this shit see past interviews before you book me yeah now here's a this is an example of what i'm talking about for you guys in chat who've never seen the show before it's hilarious this is interview with stacy dash okay oh that shit was everything stacy dash eric andre show who who put you up to this who told you this is okay right. please, please give it up for stacy dash uh, Oh, it's kind of freezing on my end. Is it freezing on y'all's? Or is it showing? Mm, I see it moving. You're on Fox News. I am on Fox News. Why like would you say it like that? I am on board with, I'd say, 110% of your politics. Thank you. I think abortion is not acceptable under any circumstance, even in the case of rape or incest because these rape incest babies need to contribute to society they deserve a life they deserve a painful life well i wouldn't i'm not saying except <laughs> i'm sick of this brother i mean look at this guy it's a picture of this obama is what he's doing now? and it's obviously oh photoshopped gosh. to show his Please dick put that away head of a verse can't head of a verse can't even keep a straight face and starts cracking the fuck up in the background like he like how does how do you as a celebrity not just get up and walk the fuck out like okay i don't know what i got booked to do this is obviously ridiculous this is a time of her life when she was trying to be taken seriously as a news commentator mm-hmm. like how can anyone take you seriously after you do this show babe Put it's that ridiculous. Away. <laughs> this is what this guy is doing now That's with our awful. tax dollars no i don't want it's to see unbelievable it. <laughs> he's taking selfies in the oval office with michelle could you just lower that but he is well in doubt for a second Please just put that thing down. You want to hear my Drake impersonation? Uh, okay. I went to Toronto. I went to Atlanta. I used to drink, drink Pepsi, but now I like Fanta. Now, while this is happening, you guys can probably hear the little squeaks. They have let mice or rats, really rats, into the um, the sit the place where they're talking mm-hmm. onto the floor underneath her feet. Mm-hmm. Right? They have just let rats in here. Okay. Did you see uh, American Sniper? Of course I did. Who do you think the next race is that Bradley Cooper's going to play? Do you think it's going to be Ty Cobb? Ty Cobb. One of the rats touched her foot, which is sitting on the ground, and she has no shoes on. Hitting black people in the face with a baseball bat? Why are you saying you're playing racist? Oh, there's bugs. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? There's more than one. No, we got time. We got a real problem on our hands. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a real... It's, it's ridiculous. But, so, I'm, I'm like, and they, and they do this all the time. All the time. Oh. They've had, like, Sinbad. They've had a lot of celebrities. But I'm looking like, oh, baby, you you don't know what you just signed Sinbad up for. And, Sinbad and Flavor Flav both was about to whoop their ass. Uh, Roy Hibbert saying like I don't know who's booking this show but God bless them man cause I know they can't show their face nowhere cause I know if they book me on this shit and I got pranked with some rats I'm looking for your ass just on GP bro don't go nowhere where I can find you um I'm, I'm coming up with a new uh a new program because I heard movie pass is going 
pretty bad for folks right now me too a lot of people are saying like movie passes um on this way out they changing the rules you're gonna see three movies a a week and then like there's an upcharge for good movies and all the stuff and i was like i'm gonna create a program that's ten dollars a month and you can see all the unlimited movies you want to see but only if they're the worst rated movie currently in theaters so i'm gonna call it movie trash um <laughs> people, so people will sign up for that yeah so it's ten dollars and you can go ahead and see um you know whatever's getting the hard most horrible ratings um you know like it's a 10 11 percent something like that well go see that shit nobody else is gonna see it the theater should just be happy i'm saying the people there i think movie trash would be uh a brilliant idea you know and most people probably won't go to use it it'll be like a gym membership they'll pay for it but they won't use it because they don't want to see trash movies they can stay home and watch them but yeah and then you're gonna have several people that was like you know what i'm gonna go every day now because now i get to see these terrible movies it's the same movie it's not movies this whatever the worst rated movie is that month you can see it as many times as you want ah yeah movie okay. trash mm-hmm. so you can't be like oh i heard star wars the last jedi got subpar reviews isn't it trash no 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 no. Mm -mm, mm -mm. whatever the worst movie is rated in the theater at the current time that's the only one you can see for that month okay um it's a billion dollar idea though i've been seeing a lot of people talk about movies and they say they cry during movies like oh i cried during pixar movies i cried during coco oh i cried during moana i cried during that snow movie well i've never seen that movie Mm-hmm. me neither but i was thinking about this crying during pixar movies ain't shit all of y'all cried during pixar movies that's nothing to brag about it's nothing to be proud about that doesn't mean you're emotionally in touch or in tune you cry during pixar movies once a year you cry that's nothing call me when you cry during the opening closing or middle act of uncle drew then we can talk and when you cry during some regular shit just when you are just watching um an episode of cloak and dagger and you can't help yourself that's being a touch of your emotions crying during pixar movies is is cliche at this point like i wouldn't give anybody uh credit for that and i think we need to stop we need to raise the bar on being in touch with your emotions you're not vulnerable because you cry when that nigga saying remember me everybody was crying wow congratulations what an amazing what an amazing person you must be <laughs> cry during some shit nobody cries during and then i'll give you some credit um people keep saying millennials are ruining america what is the millennium age group millennial. is everybody better is everybody manil- ma- millennial millennium millennial millennial is everybody a millennial 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 sorry um i don't know why that word's so hard for me right now i've heard it's up to 38 is what i've heard i don't know that's what i heard you you just asked you said you don't know no i don't so i'm telling you what i heard well then there's a generation x y z q p i don't know i don't know what these generational things are okay all right black people love not knowing nope at any rate um what about the willennials are they ruin ruining america too because 
i remember when uh willennium came out will smith dropped it and that is my era so i wonder how they feel about us because i you know people say generation x generation y i think we're the willennials and then you know the people after us are the millennials it's the only thing that makes sense i agree um and as a willennial i'm glad people are letting us off the hook and blaming the millennials because i don't have time no you can tell a lot about people by how they feel and how they drive when they get around the student driver cars you know what i'm talking about y'all mm-hmm. with cars the student driver son mm-hmm. people are assholes to them it's fucked up because we all had to de- learn that way correct that big ass sign and it's fucked up even worse it's because if it wasn't that sign most people wouldn't even be mad i, I probably agreed you really get hazed as a fucking student driver into like you learn all the wrong lessons when you had that student driver sign they really should take that shit off of the car right because it's it's honestly the worst way to learn how to drive because it's not like people see it and they're kind and they go we should have patience most people get angry they're a student driver i'm gonna be careful how i go around them no people see that shit and they're like ah beep move ball asshole i'm gonna drive you off the road like what's wrong with us as a society <laughs> fly around them got to drive a panic and shit like we want that person to learn how it is to actually be on the road and we're teaching them all the wrong shit let me just cut them off without my signal fuck you motherfucker <laughs> right, driving the- driving the actual speed limit you stupid bitch <laughs> i know got the got the uh especially if uh because there are some older people you know people drive people learn how to drive when they're older but most of them are like teenagers so you got somebody like doing their hours and you got the teacher in there going turn your signal on put your hand on the two and ten and they got people just flying all around them. let me just ride your bumper dick face come on blow my horn let me get in front of you and slam on brakes like what's wrong with you give human beings a little bit of power <laughs> man they lose their mind this is why we can't have socialism by the way shit like this because like on the rules of the road that's not a capitalist function everybody should be able to get on the rules of the road and share it but you know why people don't because people are fucked up on the inside humanity is fucked up we can't help it we ruin everything we should all for the greater good of society want that person to succeed to blend in and learn how to drive and we put that motherfucker through the goddamn ringer why <sighs> last thing well actually second to last thing because one of these isn't funny lois lane was the most astute reporter on the planet and she was dating a catfish her whole life ha <laughs> ha would you call that astute what does that mean exactly what does that say about her and the daily bugle what does that say exactly i don't know her whole job is investigating she was dating a catfish her whole fucking life and had no idea waiting on this nigga to tell her the truth because of some glasses i have a question in the comics did she ever find out who he was yeah and everything she eventually finds out because he tells her oh not because she investigated and found out right okay she didn't just discover it on her own i mean i'm sure someone's written it that way but most places most fiction has him telling her as a a sign of love and trust and then they they get married but it's just so ridiculous um all right guys let's get into this uh thing i want to talk about that's not that funny but i thought it was important okay i don't understand the obsession with black people shitting on events like black brunch trap yoga 
uh i don't know whatever other black thing black rowan black What's nerds that? black what you know you pick the thing that people do to ban to to gather under the banner of blackness and there's always a group of black people shitting on it agreed it was a conversation only for us you know like i don't really care what white people think about this shit but it's something i've been noticing for years particularly with social media yeah yeah it's something i've been noticing for years the other the other day i saw someone tweet something about uh what's black people's obsession with what's upper class and white collar black people's obsession with things like ratchet like i went to a uh I, I got invited to an event that said it was for sophista ratchet for lawyers or something mm-hmm and it's like as a black person you can't win for losing with these things Mm -mm. because one the statistics show there's not enough black people who have been isolated from the culture long enough to truly say at at random any collection of black people have not experienced the hood the some, ghetto some form of poverty poverty like whatever just or black culture it's is is literally a needle in a motherfucking haystack to find the black a group of black people who have never experienced any of this shit a group individual is one thing but you get a group us together it's a whole nother thing so to act like black people put on cultural cosplay as black people right is kind of presumptive at best not to say there's nobody because there's exceptions to every rule but in general it's not true you know like there's niggas that are lawyers and shit that it you don't know where they come from Mm-mm. your assumption is one thing but you don't know and once you see what someone's gotten it's like you build the story in your head of how they got there but you don't know they're not they might not be these jack and jill kids come on you know um not that i mean we all have people in our families and stuff that have accomplished things with phds and degrees and they make a certain amount of money and they live and a lot of times they take on a lot of debt and stuff come on but they but they live in these places and they still come to the family reunion and the cookout because they came from the same family you did they're not a different person now that they got that degree you know black women are among the most educated people in america but i i'd be damned if we could sit up here and question their blackness because they're educated or accomplished or they got money now that they didn't have growing up you know like we talk about that all the time in other spaces where it's like yes some woman might be a baby mama and a phd who the fuck are you to judge come on and when you judge like that when you're making those assumptions guess what the trap house had kids in it and guess what them kids became adults so you talking this shit one of these doctors, the lawyers, somebody, they might have been the kid in the trap house. You don't know. You're making assumptions. Yeah, just, I mean, you might come from there. You might be the person they call when the somebody gets arrested. Like, you just don't. It's just kind of ridiculous. And it all goes back to this function of trying to judge other black people because they've hurt you or before you can, they can judge you back. Right. Um, But it's kind of sad because there's really no reason or proof that we have that this is what people are doing Mm -mm. and especially when you're quote-unquote successful as a black person because of the way america's set up it launches you on a path where you're more and more surrounded by white people Uh, yes uh career-wise and sometimes even socially and what's frustrating about that shit is that 
while i might not need that when i'm in the mail room to to do the brunch and wild black or whatever and i have to code switch on my nine to five every day which we all know about code switching because we're you know all black people experience this um how you think gonna penalize me for code switching which i'm doing to survive or doing to get ahead or whatever you know i'm code switching and you know it's a skill we all have to be adept at to survive in a white uh capitalist patriarchal society we all have to do it and yet somehow we turn around and judge black people for their ability to do it which is very weird and i don't understand why we the assumption would be the real you the real black person is that person at that nine to five and not the nigga at brunch for sophista ratchet or whatever the fuck or the person to go into trap yoga listen to trap music i don't understand why we assume the recreational use of uh or time that this black person has is not the real them anyway this is a weird conundrum you know and it's this surface level interrogation of blackness that continues to plague us and continues to be so divisive and pointless because it's such a waste of energy because you can't really know a person strictly from the fact that they went to um black brunch brunch and wild black or whatever but people will pull out that blavity black shit people you know pull out that uh you know like you don't come from blavity the blavity black shit is a pejorative thing that people use for this website called blavity is um basically about like certain black people that uh they feel are not black enough oh they do that bullshit one one thing one thing i can say about me is that something i do not do i don't question people's blackness like even even i do but you just gotta be a coon i'm not questioning it because you go to yoga no 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 but like if you are on tv saying you know donald trump is the best thing to happen to black americans since abraham lincoln then yes i question your blackness specifically i'm like i'm not gonna sit up here and pretend like nobody's a coon we all in this together there's certain people where i'm like nah i don't know what's up with that person yeah i, I feel like that i don't i don't know what's up with you but i still look at you and i see a black person so you're black you you're crazy but you're still black mm-hmm Oh, you know, yeah, you, you, yeah, you, okay. you 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 can deny me, but right. your ass is still a nigga. So I don't question your like like that's something that I don't do. I put like this: I don't put people out of blackness. In my for me for me the way I interact with people, and the thing is, I I, I think the thing for me is that I've kind of dealt with that because I've had people that I've interacted with that I became that I came became real close friends with who actually looked at because i i consider myself a regular ass nigga i got a degree and all this stuff but i consider myself a regular ass nigga and one of my friends she was saying like when she first met me she was saying that she thought that i would judge her and she thought that i um even before she know she got to know me she just made these assumptions i was like no i say I, I i don't do that i treat everybody with the with the level playing field and once we go beyond that it's all about my how my interactions with you are will dictate you know what the relationship becomes but uh yeah i i don't question because anything that we step into just the way america is is gonna be black be it black yoga black brunch black lunch black break it's gonna be black because niggas there it, it just automatically forms into something black 
yeah and the blavity black thing kind of refers to black people that kind of like discovered their blackness you know people that maybe they grew up in a white space maybe they get online and they really start hammering home you know the the brand of blackness and talking about black shit and writing about black shit or they become an activist because black is the wave or was the wave for at least uh under obama and shit and there's like there's and there is that phenomena out there like i'm not saying those people don't exist but what i'm saying is um a lot of the black checking of them and a lot of the black checking that they do comes from this fear of rejection that is already present in black culture correct that is like i'm going to dismiss you question your blackness and kick you out of blackness quote unquote because i'm so upset with you or i'm afraid you'll try to do it to me you know one of the ways you see people like that imitate what they feel like is blackness is by coming in and gate check keeping and telling them you know like i'm gonna fight white people the hardest i can and i'm gonna Co- i'm a i'm a check all the black people in the in the and it's like yeah you're doing it too hard you know what i mean like you can calm down a little bit you just got here it's cool you still black no one's kicking you out of blackness but you also don't have to come and ruin every party so you can be the star of it you know you also don't need to come and put us all into your wing on some like altruistic shit the way white people do where it's like i'm like you're an ally to blackness like i'm gonna help y'all do this I, we don't need to help we're good just come in and you can chill get a plate sit down to cook out you know um but yeah i was just thinking about that like as a concept and it's just something i've been seeing for so long um and specifically when black people get a little bit of money or a little bit of status it's like we suddenly have to find a way that they're not black enough i i don't understand i don't understand that concept right there <clears throat> we all come from different backgrounds but that trips me out because uh the thing is if i worked hard and i strive for it i can have money and still be black why does every black people why do black people have to need to be good time in order to quote unquote be real that's dumb well not just that but what if i um so i want to okay i'm in a white space i work at a white job i may live in an area where there's less black people now depending on where i'm living um so i throw up hey we're gonna do a black pool party you know hey it's the ratchet pool party sophista ratchet this you know these words that we play with all the time that essentially mean like yeah we might be um you know people that put on a fucking collar to go to work but i'm still a nigga and we still gonna listen to this jay-z and beyonce this weekend and we still gonna cook out and we gonna drink hennessy and all the shit that people think is stereotypical but we as black people are doing it together right so we're not judging each other because we all come from this you know this isn't like uh some white person put on the sophista ratchet party because that's how people treat it you know like oh y'all black and brunch and wild black why don't you just go to brunch and be black that's corny it's like or or we can want to get together and make a social event out of us black people kicking it because if i don't do that y'all say i forget my roots come on i'll say i'm not proud of being black no more so like either way it's a catch-22 it's kind of stupid uh to see people go through it if if we got introduced to jay-z and beyonce today and there was no way to google what the fuck their evolution was a lot of people would be questioning their blackness and not too long ago people were questioning their blackness and some still are 
because you know it was they're making so much money oh they billionaires they capitalists they this meanwhile they give all these causes meanwhile their music is uh, advocating for the people and all this shit um specifically black people but at the same time if you didn't know them they're fashion icons they're activists they're this they're that and you might question their realness but they're also a nigga from the marcy projects and a nigga from houston you know what i mean it's so weird though because like we decide to take the context out of it with certain people you can't divorce the context if you're black and you know about jay-z and beyonce at this point because everybody stands for them but there was a time shit when she released beyonce the self-titled album i read more than one article on this show of black, other black people being like she not really real this is all fake she doesn't mean any of this shit she's just a uh she's not a real feminist she's not a real black uh activist she's not a real um she this is just a veneer she's putting on so she can make money because this is what's in right now i remember those pieces mm-hmm. i read them mm-hmm. black some black people felt that way and my point is we do it to everybody and it's fucking tiring like i don't know how people can keep that intensity up i'm at the point where people question sean king's blackness and i don't say shit because i'm just like i don't know and i don't care it right. really don't matter to right be honest. it, it don't, don't even matter Mm-mm. it's just a thing to hold over his head to push him out even when he's making a good point you know and when he's making a bad point well just belabor that shit you know what i mean like at that point we'll just go after him because it's something about us that makes us want to do that i disagree with you you cannot be black right you know what i mean and i and i know he's an extreme example but my point being that's how i feel at this point because it's become so extreme everybody's not black enough but you, you know? were Everybody. but you ain't nobody black enough but you nigga everybody's blackness is suspect enough for debate and all this shit it's just so ridiculous and i know this won't stem the tide or change anything what i'm saying right now and there's some people probably formulating ways that this is incorrect or it's okay because we need to justify our ability to do this but Mm -mm. i feel like it's a waste of energy and we don't need to do it so i don't right 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 and the thing is particularly um once you go up the corporate ladder or if you're in certain fields you want that uh, a relationship with other black people like you just want the relationship um i know most black people do you do have some black people that go i don't i don't fuck with niggas that's a whole different scenario but the average black person will like hey i put up a flare hey i go to the black and round brunch i might meet a good friend a good pal or, or you know somebody i can kick it with somebody i can reverse somebody i can talk to some shit that it is not white they can understand certain jokes i make that watches insecure and, and watches atlanta and, and you know watches certain shows with me and it's all right and it's okay yeah it's just interesting because it's like everyone's doing these tests almost to just like dismantle somebody uh, because we just come into it looking for these errors it's, it goes back to that first thing i said on the show today where the trial and error people are looking for these errors and looking to see why somebody else has a weakness why they have a vulnerability and that and we see we put so much energy into that meanwhile no one gets canceled right nobody you're not actually changing anything Mm-mm. you're just putting all this animosity into this world i'll just wasted hateful ass energy that ultimately ends up being fruitless you know like if they can't cancel sean king if they couldn't cancel don lemon at the height of don lemon when he was out here talking about bill o'reilly is right 
that black people have a horrible culture and he didn't go far enough and added on five things of his own that were very respectability politics and anti-black you know like and now people are like he grew a fro out he back you know you can't cancel any of these people anyway but there's just something so i don't know sad and depressing about the way that we just like to do we know there's a duality to black consciousness in america and yet we are probably our harshest critics when it comes to black joy right right and 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 that's something that when you look at it it doesn't make any sense so you mean to tell me i have to fight the white people and i have to fight your black ass too it don't make no sense the energy and the effort and the time that you are putting into nonsense that at the end of the day will not change your life will not rock your world will not put another fucking dime in your goddamn pocket the energy and the effort that you're putting towards me you could put it towards something way more productive in your life yeah and it's wild because i wouldn't i don't party in general and i would never go to some like black brunch shit like that it's just not for me but i would never behoove somebody that went or feel like that made them somehow less black than me or that made them a different type of black person like it's just this is such a weird thing i I, I mean people feel the same way about the word blurred like like oh just the word blurred automatically turns people off and they get upset with the blurred culture and all this shit and i'm like why was that our first reaction why was that your first reaction why was that the first thing you thought of was some kind of way that these black people were not well-meaning doesn't mean everybody use that moniker is uh perfect and flawless and nah it doesn't mean that there's gonna be some people that are fucked up that are blurs there's gonna be some people that are fucked up that would never call themselves blurs right but the point being there's something within us that makes us so skeptical right away and uh that feeling is it's, it's it's just i don't know it's a horrible feeling yeah and and, and i think for me my mm. my stance towards that word has softened a bit um i think for me just the social media interaction with people around that word just kind of turned me off towards that word uh blurred um and like i said it's softened a little bit just a little bit not a whole lot but just a little bit what do you mean not a whole lot what does that mean like it doesn't it doesn't bother me as much as it used to because I no but it still bothers you you just said not a whole lot so why does it still bother you I guess for me just when people when I everybody's different when I see people use the word blur just from my interaction I have a small circle on twitter um it's more of their proximity to whiteness and i know a lot of niggas don't use it in that term but it's like hey i'm a blur i'm a black nerd you know i want to stand out among these white people so i call myself this because of my proximity to whiteness and y'all niggas ain't special like me and y'all niggas don't know nothing about anime and y'all niggas don't know nothing about this and it is stupid and i'm like it doesn't make any sense and i have learned that there are people in the blurred community that don't think like that and don't function like that but it's almost like um a socialist you say something and the next thing you know they're hollering and screaming and beat you upside the head at 10 you're gonna have a nasty taste in your mouth and so for me i had a nasty taste in my mouth because i was like oh y'all niggas ain't special i watched naruto too what the fuck you know it's not it's, it, and, and and like i said and that's something within me i'm not gonna lie they rose up they was like 
what you ain't gonna do nigga is act like you a fucking special snowflake and act like you the only one that read manga and you the only one that play video games because you're not you know so that was my introduction to it so for me i was just like nah i'm good i don't use that word and you even know i wouldn't even accept the word nerd for a long time because i was like i'm not a goddamn nerd well even after all the evidence you gathered to the counter at this point all the people you know that you've met that would call themselves blurs they are exactly not like that you still harbor resentment against that that word and people that use that word yeah um because like i said because just the way that they use it don't use it to bludgeon me and i like i said and i and like i said and that's something within me that well, i are, i need are, to fix are people using it to bludgeon you i mean let's let's be real are they is that something that's happening to you not like i say and, and and it's one of the things where it's not directed at me but i do read people interacting with each other and going at each other and just falling out over that word mm so i see your conversations and if you're talking in general a lot of times i'm human you you probably talking about me too i might not popping at you and scream at you but i do have feelings about it what kind of things are you seeing what kind of conversations <sighs> let me think I would I, I, I have to sit and think about it because it hasn't been anything recently because you know ain't no new movies came out you know or nothing like that I don't see people falling out about shit like that and I know that uh, people have these conversations and I'm not as deep in those world in that world as other people are I'm more of a outskirt person so I only see conversations once they get more mainstream I, I, have, to, I have to sit and think about it okay it's just interesting because that's the exact point that i was making earlier which is that there seems to be a presumption of suspicion towards other black people that would operate because the way that i've kind of come to terms with the idea of blur because i started in a place where you were really or i guess where you still are um where i kind of came to peace with it was okay so if i'm a black kid and i grew up in a suburb in wisconsin and of the black kids that i know i'm i'm one of the few people that are into this shit locally because this a lot of these people grew up before the internet and social media correct did not have a gathering hub for blackness and nerdness in the same place so i become a nerd and i'm hanging out with these white kids okay but i'm not like these white kids correct okay when i see the black power ranger i root for the black power ranger i thought panthro was black i thought destro was black now i didn't have anybody to bounce that shit off of because it was no like black nerd meetup group so all of a sudden i'm referring to myself as a blur and i'm actively seeking out and creating spaces for other black people to come into under the banner of blurred black nerds specifically for us right and yet other black people that don't come from my upbringing will then turn around and be like you think you special you think you different well i put that out there for us to come together correct so how am i special or different or better than when i'm actively saying i will not let go of my blackness and i'm also a nerd i might be in this nerd space but don't get it twisted i'm still black i'm still a nigga 
you see what i'm saying but yet that's the impetus that i'm talking about that it's a sickness within our own people where we look at each other and immediately go i'm suspicious of you you know and it's specifically because the fear that they would do it to us first so i have to do it to you let me go ahead and start calling you out and saying you're the real anti-black person you're the real person that's afraid of me you don't identify with your people that's why you want to say this blur shit you just want to be around white people and we throw that out before we even necessarily know that that's true or can confirm it you know i like at least in my experience like i'm this is not a defense saying that no black nerds are like this but it's definitely not the majority the the people that we know way too many people that refer to themselves as blurs we know i we work with them we've talked to them Mm -hmm. we know for a fact that that's not the majority correct but yet that word comes up and you immediately tighten up that's how people do with black brunch that's how people do with trap yoga that's how people do with sophista ratchet whatever meeting it's i don't trust that group of black people over there and my thing is like I gotta say, I gotta say, I don't, I'm not suspicious of you. Um, it's just the fact that I see how people use the word and I'm like, okay, you are, you are a problem the way you use the word. And I don't like the way that you use the word, but you, that is, you are being suspicious of them. Cause you're not saying it's the way that they use the word toward me or whatever you're saying the fact that they're using the word at all to refer to themselves makes you feel like they are a a certain type of person a certain type of black person that you would not want to be associated with no it's 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 not the fact that you use the word the word itself how can i say the word itself is not a problem like i said it's just the context in which people have used the word has turned me off towards the word not the word itself just right but we know people call themselves that correct so you can't i don't know how you can divorce the two like if you're turned off by the word and people call themselves that then you're turned off by the fact that they're calling themselves that like you're still harboring some resentment towards them because they they're using the word like i don't know how it's possible that you can't i don't know how you can parse that i guess i just don't understand because 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 if i say i'm a blur and the first thing in your mind is this horrible history of this word then yeah that's not that's not the same way you would treat me if i said oh i'm i'm i'm, I'm a black guy who likes comics like is like how is that so much different from i'm a blur and i like comics you know what i mean to me it's not that different but you know to i guess to you it is yeah, and, 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 and I, and I think for me, how can I say it? I think for me, um, and I think the root of it is, is not the word itself. It's just, like I said, I've just seen people on social media. And when I think of the word, I'm more associated with them. The group as a whole, whole is a totally different thing. Like you said, the average blur that you meet is not like that. They, the furthest thing from that they be like look i'm black and i'm here and you know i don't have no problem with blackness and most black people that are nerds learn from other black people they normally didn't get the shit from white people yeah i'll just say this that suspicion is what i'm talking about that that is an example of it and we all kind of harbor it in different areas you know i don't think you're any exception to that um i'm trying to get rid of it 
because i think it's unproductive and i think it's fucked up that we do it to each other just like if i would never call myself this but if it became a term of like broadcaster you're black and a podcaster <laughs> like if that was a fucking thing i wouldn't run from it either well like i don't care like it's like me rod is an individual still me whether you put this label on me or not um and specifically with like blurring and stuff it's just interesting because um it doesn't matter how many people you know that are cool that are that call themselves blurs and don't have a problem or hang up about it it doesn't even matter because we seize on the negative we seize on the people that that fucked it up and so we'll always remember the people that had that called themselves blurred that did or said the fucked up thing right but we'll never say oh fan bros call themselves blurs and i love them we'll never Agreed. say that yes which is fucked up though because it's because to me it's like it's kind it's kind of the same way we do like people do a lot of anti-black shit where oh you're the exception you're the good one no i'm not the good one i'm just a normal nigga like the rest of these niggas but you decided that they have i must be good because they're bad i must be exceptional because you need to still validate not liking the rest of them you know and i think that's where it comes from to a certain extent the same way that i feel like people got to get over when they're black and they got i got kicked on picked on by black kids and that's why i grew up and became you know anti-black and got a white spouse and i talk shit and i go why didn't you get over that why didn't you get over that you're fucking 40 there's no more excuses why haven't you gotten over that that is not the experience of life for you you are now too old to have not taken control of the 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 emotions you had when you were a child you're too old i can't i cannot excuse it yeah well i feel that way the opposite too though there's people that harbor resentment towards like those nerdy black kids that they thought those kids think they're better than us well now we're old you know i can't live in that world anymore (laughs) like if you're not currently doing those kind of things i don't have a fucking problem with you you know like i have to let it go because if not it's just anger i have you yeah. know and also true put like this and also because for me when it comes to nerd and nerdum, um a you know i never considered myself a nerd and mm-hmm. b it was one of those things that i didn't embrace until i was an adult so i'm dealing with adults <laughs> you know that have been in, in in this world a whole hell of a lot longer than me so you know in my mind i'm like well you're using this as an in, in a negative way and you're using this to beat other black people and i don't understand yeah but you're using it in a negative way and to beat other black people when you say that it's a negative thing and that black people that go under that moniker are bad you know what i'm saying like not all of them no but you but not even most of them right no no not even but most yet, of but them but you still associated with something negative correct right that's that's the that's what i'm saying you know that it's not actually that way and yet you can't get over the hurdle and i'm and i'm just this is the same thing a lot of us go through this is not you're not alone in this but i i feel like it's a i feel like it's a trick it just keep us it just keeps us fucked up towards each other it just keeps that going that energy it's perpetual i don't see how that's any different than going when i see people say they doing black uh brunch and wild black um i basically go these fucking brunch black people they they you know i had a couple of them that i don't like so fuck all of them basically 
you know they when i hear that i don't mind going to brunch i don't mind being black but if you say brunch and wild black all of a sudden i'm mad you know like i think that energy is persistent in all of us you don't mind nerds you don't mind black people but you say Mm -hmm. blurred all of a sudden it's what the (laughs) fuck is wrong with you i think that shit is i think that shit is counterproductive that's my belief okay i i i understand that i think for me um i gotta say it even even the word uh and you and you know and i've came a long way on the word feminist Mm -hmm. and feminism um because same thing with that It, it was very it was such a negative word and they are black feminists and you know um but like i said years ago even on this mic when i hear that word i always associated with white women you know before mm-hmm. i started learning the history and 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 finding out about it and and shit like that and it kind of changed my um perspective of the word and the meaning of the word and the root and the foundation of it and what it really uh represents and i also i think is um when it comes to to feminism and i guess you can similar to blurred is one of those things where it's saying i'm gonna say it's, it's it's a trick to continue to divide what do you wait how well wait first of all what do you mean is a trick to continue to divide is feminism is dividing people a lot of people say feminism is dividing people as a trick to get people that are actually feminists to not call themselves feminists right. okay yes i agree um well i feel this, you know you already know we talked about on the show at nauseum i feel the same way about the term feminist i don't think there's anything wrong with calling yourself feminist being mm-hmm. a feminist Me- i don't think there's anything wrong with men being feminist i don't nope. think there's anything wrong with um men declaring themselves feminists if they put in the work i think what people do is they like to say they like to cherry pick the men that are fucked up they call themselves feminists correct barack obama's a feminist right but when but we try to make it so that it's like the only time a man should be called a feminist is if a woman is saying it about him okay cool we can go i mean it's not i take it or leave it the title does mean no no good or no bad but the point is we are making it a shameful thing so that if a man were to be uh like i'm going to call myself a feminist i'm going to live up to these feminist ideals i'm going to make sure the things i'm doing and saying can be there can be some accountability to what is coming out of my mouth we will then admonish that person or hope that they fuck up so we can be like see all male feminists are blank right it's kind of the blurred thing when a blur when fan kind fucked up it was these goddamn blurbs right but wakanda kind went off this weekend there was some other blurred event that mm-hmm. that happened all kinds of blurred shit been happening since then mm-hmm. no, nobody uh even that weekend that fucking we, we comic-con thing no that was not a oh look at blurs coming together to make four or five good events in the wake of a failed event no the blur title sticks with fancon the rest of these niggas is different the good shit we just ignore i, I think it's kind of whack and so um and same thing with feminism and shit too of mm-hmm. uh, uh somebody fucks up under the label of feminist it's these goddamn feminists somebody does something good and that, that doesn't really count that's an individual accolade for that one person at one time right and all of it kind of keeps us from claiming these labels or for from promoting these causes because that's why they don't want you to claim the label so you want to promote the cause hey if we make everybody ashamed to say that they're feminists because they don't want to be you know either held accountable or they don't want to be judged or they don't want to be ostracized or have to fight about it 
well then successfully we've caught made a whole lot of people stop using that word correct correct and i can truly say i was one of those people but when it comes to feminine when it when it comes to being a feminist it's all individual mm-hmm. at the end of the day you know it's a co- well, quote-unquote collective group but it's all individual because you have some people that know more about the history than others you have some people that go i'm a feminist but i'm not gonna argue with you about it and do you have some people they bang and bacon every day yeah i mean you know people there's a ton of complicated things about that people brand mm-hmm. things you know a lot of times brands become the forefront of things such as you know uh people branded the word blurred so then the actions of those people become associated with blurred them and so anything those people do that's fucked up it becomes that's what blurs do you know it's like if black girl nerds fuck something up if blurs online fuck something up if what then it becomes these goddamn black nerds look what they do right as opposed to there's millions of people that are black and nerd and they yes sir. they don't they don't fuck with anybody they mm-hmm. just do their thing and have fun um same thing with feminists there's millions of people that are feminists if not billions but yet it's the ones who fuck up that we go now see this is what's wrong with feminism because so-and-so is transphobic or so-and-so now that now goes to all of feminism not that one person right you know and we do that with blackness whether with this brunch shit or with the the ratchet shit or whatever and it's always this kind of weird needless energy in the air um now that being said i'm not discounting the fact that for most of us the feeling we get when we first encounter somebody or we first become aware of somebody um is the feeling that sticks with us the longest agreed so it's like if um i remember when i was on college on in campus there was a woman who was a um uh, i think she was an aka or something they had a tree on campus that was like a sitting space just for them now i couldn't have known this i'm a freshman and i've never known a goddamn thing about a fraternity sorority my whole life yeah. i never even watched um that spike lee movie oh school days yeah i never even seen it um so i'm sitting there chilling like reading or something she came up and was extremely rude and nasty to me and cursing at me and people had to hold her back and i'm like what what's happening like this suddenly this black woman is aggressive and wants to like physically assault me i haven't done a thing to her right now later on i would find out like oh this is a specific thing for this uh sorority this fraternity or whatever um almost on some gang shit or whatever but (laughs) like i was like okay well she could have just came over and said that and the impression i would have gotten would have been totally different she would have said hey um did you know you can't sit there because blah 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 i'll be like i actually did not know that let me get my shit and move i did not mean any offense i apologize you know that could it could have been resolved like that instead she came over and was like nigga you gonna get the fuck out of my chair and people like you know and so now when i walk by that spot i always feel some resentment about that interaction we had Mm -hmm. now i would never sit there out of respect anyway you know and then not because i necessarily respect their fraternity sorority i just don't want to cause any level of harm to something i don't really care that much about one way or the other you know it's just a chair to me um so so all that to say like i recognize the idea that that an encounter with somebody or the way you hear a word could taint how you believe something Mm -hmm. my thing is i'm willing to bet the way that you got introduced to blur is not because somebody who called himself a blur was acting messed up towards you what i'm willing to bet is you heard other black people talking about what blurs mean to them 
saying that they mean something bad and so we start associating shit with it's bad if the first the time the way i got introduced to the term blurred was someone telling me how fucked up blurs were so i started going well it must be fucked up i didn't verify i didn't check i didn't go mm-hmm. who calls himself this let me go check these spaces out you know and then event you know once i realized that i had that i'll check myself the same thing happens with the word feminist agreed people tell you and sometimes it's the most fucked up people that are it's Tariq nasheed telling you how bad feminism is and then you go well feminists are bad they're just as bad as uh anything else and it's like well how, why did you believe that who wanted you to believe that who told you that who taught you that you know it's that kind of thing and i think we don't even examine it we just it becomes a negative thing it's a negative connotation it doesn't matter after that you know now we both grew up in the same area we would not call ourselves blurs because we really had no need to right and we didn't grow up around that word not just the word we grew up around black people there's no need correct for correct and, and there was no separation you were black and you you happen to be a nerd you were black and you happen to be whatever the fuck you are right i was cool with that right so but i'm saying that's a level of privilege to itself within blackness ah we have we have the privilege of never needing to put out a bat signal to black people like hey guys i like anime anybody want to talk about it oh yeah and i don't want to talk about it with white people hey can anybody i've never had to do that Mm -mm. you know even to this day when i see people competing for panels on cons and shit i mean good for them but they grew up way different than me like i don't need to be on a fucking panel about blackness and diversity and shit it's it's cool that they call us and invite us but i ain't never submitted shit because i don't care you know what i mean like i feel solidified in my blackness 100 percent. no punch has ever landed on me that made me feel like oh should i check myself am i really black enough you know yeah I've, I've never had that struggle yes right, but some of these people have correct people that listen to our show you know people that had a blackness challenge yeah from, that find this oasis you know one of the things people like about us is that you can come here and you don't have to worry about us being like if you this type of black person mm-hmm. you're not black mm-hmm. you know baby uh, you black if you claim you black you black right like even even the the brand new black people the that that wasn't black uh, oh okay uh, to, i was like brand new is there a new word i didn't know about nah, you know what i mean <laughs> i do even, even the people that come lately to blackness it's right. like i'm glad you're here Let's i'm glad i'm glad and that's how like, I i'm not feel. gonna i'm not gonna push you back out because it makes me feel superior to you to be like oh so now after somebody did something racist you realize you black like you know what dog i feel you it's fucked up it was a horrible wake-up call for all of us come on i might have got mine at preschool you might have got yours at 28 nigga we niggas come on you know and 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 that's the way that i feel too it don't matter whenever you come into your blackness unless they call yourself a blur (laughs) then it it matters no it does not Mm -hmm. you don't have to lie everybody heard your own (laughs) words on the show karen we know the truth well i need i need well y'all i'm i'm gonna look within myself nobody's perfect don't cancel me y'all don't blurs don't write in and cancel me (laughs) nah but it's i mean uh your honesty is what is needed though because we've all had that um that feeling i know i have you know yeah a lot of black people didn't grow up saying nigga a lot of black people that judge me because i say it too much in their eyes yeah i don't give a fuck i but like i said i had the fortune of growing up black in a black area solidified i've never been like 
well i guess i should change if it made another black person feel i'm like oh no 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 no, no. i talk like this yeah you it, just have to deal with it you got to do yeah because like the word nigga you know uh it uh among blackness it's never been bothered me i've been called a nigga you know i've called other people's niggas and i'm comfortable in that word and with that phrase right but any, i mean i'm not anyway that wasn't my point my point was just that um a lot of people are doing their best to kind of unite under this banner and yeah. i think we do ourselves a disservice to try to kick people out from it um especially when people are either learning the ropes or they're reaching out for other like-minded people that are black to commiserate with because agreed community means so much our podcast wouldn't be shit without community without people right. seeking community without people needing a hub so they can go find a facebook group or find our page or find us on twitter or come to our live show and all this shit it's gonna be all types of people that fuck with us right from all different backgrounds and all different uh nationalities that has black inside of it you know so i i completely understand it i and 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 talking about it i'm going to sit back and just reevaluate how i feel um and think about it some more because you know i never really thought of it like that like i said i know it's one of that is when it comes to the blurred word uh yeah i know that uh the average black person that calls himself a blur is is the furthest from that yeah i completely so, understand that yeah we got blurs at our live show correct you know we got people that identify as that I, the fact that i didn't grow up needing the term using the term or caring about the term should not but deter somebody who grew up with that um from using it and especially if they don't harbor anti-blackness like that's I, my biggest I, thing the anti-blackness it, just don't do that right but i only know that if you open your mouth up and say something anti-black correct i'm not gonna assume it because you call yourself a blur you know I, I but if you know if you say something then yeah okay of course we can anybody can get it on that i don't care what you label yourself as on the merits of your discussions and your words we can always have a discussion but yeah just this whole i don't know it just feels fruitless it feels like wasted emotional energy agree to just harbor that grudge and i say that as somebody who initially heard the word blur and had the same fucking response like this the same way that you say you came to nerd late and you come into this like i started on that path earlier than you mm-hmm. but at the same time the first time i heard blur the first time i heard somebody describe it the first time i really seen people under that banner online i had this same response i'm not even joking it was are these motherfuckers the kids that grew up bet thinking they better than me <laughs> right and they grew up away from me and here they are trying to fucking take nerdness like that special like i didn't grow up watching the same fucking shit they watch like i didn't you know and i had that feeling and it took a long time examining it to be like why do i have that feeling and that's fucked up like you didn't do nothing to me now is there a chance that i start talking to you and you start saying some shit and i'm like oh man you really are one of those cornball ass right yeah there's a chance but you know what there's a chance with people that don't call themselves blurs that the same fucking thing happened agreed you know there's just as good a chance and i don't want to be those i don't want to be the person that kicks people in and out of blackness you know no i i, I don't want to do that either and the thing for me like you say and i didn't really think about it but that the truth be told because we had the privilege to actually grow up in black spaces um for us 
I just looked at whatever activity you did. You were just doing it as a normal human being. I didn't associate your blackness to these things. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I would to this day i still would not that that's not like feminist for me i would not use the term blur to refer to myself at all but it's just i really did not grow up needing the term i just didn't you know and i can't explain it any better than that like if you would have called yourself a blurred in my neighborhood it would have been like Probably look around joke time not just look not just joke time but it would have been like look around nigga we all reading these comic books we all uh watch the same cartoons we all play with the same toys what why there's no need to distinguish yourself right but if i grew up around a bunch of fucking white kids i might call myself a blur because i'm not like y'all yeah yeah i'm not like y'all yeah (laughs) like like it's not the same from 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 that from that perspective it kind of make more sense like i have to separate myself to let you know that yes i'm still a nerd but i'm a different type of nerd yeah it's a reason that i fucking root for destro not cobra commander and it's partially because i think he black you know like that's some real shit but you know in my neighborhood it's just a thing we all did in somebody else's neighborhood if i'm the only black kid i'm probably the only one doing that yeah that's <laughs> that's just like uh uh me for and don't ask me why i thought this and uh for superman the superman it was a superman yeah superman cartoon Nah, it's not just you you got to say something everybody thought but go ahead oh they did they thought that les luther was black all the black people thought that every that man person. was brown and tan and he was a black man right they and told me les luther was white i was like bitch what anybody that saw that cartoon thought he was black um if you that was black by the way if you grew up around white people though you probably were the only person that thought he was black oh okay I thought that's a tan nigga and him and Superman be going at it. And I was rooting for him. <laughs> yeah, but imagine being the only kid that thought that. Right. And then all your white peers are telling you how wrong you are. Right? You're going to grow up with that chip on your shoulder all all your life. And now you're holding on to your blackness ferociously by reminding them like, yo, I'm a fucking blurred, a.k.a. I'm black first and a nerd right so i like to you you remember that story we covered a long time ago about the fucking kids in uh that ivy league school mm-hmm. and they were like doing this it was some type of like um like stop asking us past regressive questions protest it was like the, you know they had pictures up and the pictures would be stupid shit that white people asked them like are you from africa or um, uh or you know just certain shit like that well what's your what's nationality are you what uh can i touch your hair you know stuff like that and i remember we watched that clip and you know a little bit we kind of laughed at it because it's like damn these kids really ain't got that many problems like they more worried about a classmate saying some passive aggressive shit to them that's they have made it to successfully to that level of problems in their college where they, they just worried about like if the dorm is named after a slave owner must be nice but within that same context of us laughing i was like but you fight the fight you're fighting where you're at agreed if i get there and the fight is down to let's get these slave owners names off these buildings let's do it bitch well then let's fucking march what's the problem do do y'all agree that the slave owners should be on the thing no okay well then somebody need to say something and this is what the fuck i want do you agree that people should be able to touch my hair for no reason no okay so then i have a point right yep so then you fight that fight that you like you might not be fighting for the fucking colored water fountain versus the white water fountain but but you still still fighting that fight 
and that's good it's a different type of fight but it's still a fight right and ultimately it is good and i'm supportive of it me too you know like yes i laughed at this just the kind of silliness of the imagery at the time but you know i'm a hundred percent dead serious I, I support those kids every time you know like to the point where i if i saw the thing now i probably wouldn't even laugh but at the time you know we were like kind of perplexed it was like some new activist shit it was right it was very you know, different like we never but that also not an experience we had agree we went to a hbcu we don't know nothing about that agree we were fighting for can we have uh girls come over to the dorm right like you say our fight was different you know because everybody looked like your black ass so there was no standing out yeah i didn't worry about no touching my hair or asking me some stupid no because they knew better right or not even knew better They, they black too right ain't nothing special about you um yeah i mean yeah they, i'm just saying they black too so it's no they 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 be asking themselves that question can i touch my own hair like it doesn't make sense no it does not anyway um all right that that is a long tangent um but hopefully you get to the bottom of your blurred hate at some point <laughs> self-examination is good yeah you know? yeah yeah and and it's a self-examination thing you know because you're asking questions and i'm telling you truthfully how i feel Nah, i appreciate you being honest and not trying to predict where i was going with it because mm-hmm. i think most people get defensive and they won't even let me ask where they're coming from because i'm really just trying to understand and i think i do understand because i've been where you are before and for me personally i had to push myself away from it so right i just i like one of the things i don't want to exist within me and it's gonna exist because we grew up in a white supremacist society i can't it's gonna be an eternal struggle but i want to be able to look at other black people with love and not disdain as my first emotion agreed you know i don't want to look at somebody and say here's this black person that has uh committed a crime fuck them fuck them forever i don't care who did never around me i don't want to do that i don't want to see a black person moving to my neighborhood and they wear swag, sagging pants and they play their music loud and i'm sitting around judging them the same way white people judge us when we move into the neighborhood come on i you know i recognize not every black person you run into is going to be a quote-unquote good person a well-meaning person because i'm black i get that but at the same time it's it doesn't make us much different from don lemon's list of pull your pants up pick up trash in your neighborhood yeah. where we didn't turn around and do it to each other and and a lot of that comes from respectability politics and it's a lot of people who claim they're they don't fall into respectability politics but you let somebody walk around them with baggy pants that they boxes showing and those that for a lot of black people that's one of the first things that come out their mouths yeah um all right let's move into some news tmz producer says footage of nikki chasing safari with a knife there's a they have video of it what tmz be on it they be every motherfucking wheel they said we had the seen the video here at tmz back in 2014 that shows nikki chasing safari with a knife we should say we don't know what happened after that couples get into it sometimes things get hit there's no reason why you should be chasing someone with a knife and but we don't know if nikki actually stabbed him with a knife uh did they uh pay the uh alarm company how the fuck do you get this video no idea no idea um men have better sex with emotionally unstable women according to uh the german survey a german survey of a thousand people mm-hmm. and women who prefer men who are less agreeable but pay attention to detail 
who was who's getting the money for these studies right they really took the trope of men like crazy pussy and put it to a study put the scientific method to something that is anecdotal as fuck come on men whose partner had less emotional stability reported better sexual function lower agreeableness of a sexual partner was predictive of better sexual function than women all right all right well good luck to everybody um colorado school district switched to a four-day week to save money that's understandable but what do you do about parents who work fucking five days a week right that that's the thing when they get to switching and swapping and rotating these schedules around you're fucking up parents schedules now if you had a job that you can go to four days a week to match great but if you at this job you know a lot of which i don't understand a lot of jobs feel like a work week is monday through friday eight to five or nine to six or whatever and if i have a small child that somebody has to watch them i cannot leave them alone that's a motherfucking problem yeah they anticipate a million dollars in savings from these changes yeah and they probably gonna make money back because guess what what are you gonna do with these children that need to be somewhere you gonna well, the problem came off the heels of a six failed attempts by the district to raise additional money through bond elections so uh, the yeah, electorate decided they didn't want to pay what they, it cost for teachers to teach five days a week okay so then if i mean no offense to these parents but fuck y'all get out to the booth and vote then because if you're not gonna be involved in your kid's life through making sure that there's money to keep the school district open right then you're gonna be involved in your kid's life on that fucking friday or whatever it is when you got to stay home or figure something out with babysitting which is gonna cost probably way more than school right um the district northeast of denver metropolitan area serves nearly eighteen thousand students includes 12 elementary schools four middle schools four high schools and five charter schools it's it it's the it is the 98th district in the state approved by the colorado department of education to adopt the shorter schedule fiedler estimates the running fewer school buses alone will save about seven hundred thousand dollars yeah people people want to blow off the fucking voting and don't got time and i'm too tired well the motherfuckers it was like not on my taxes they won and now you have to reaccommodate students will attend regular classes tuesday through friday and class time will extend by 40 minutes per day that right because i about to say if you cutting off a day you're going to extend the the, the school day yeah so i don't know man uh joel joel osteen is honored by the city of houston for post harvey help um joel who had to be basically embarrassing to opening up his church right is now getting an uh award me what happened to that mattress dude and that that dude that was a rapper that was going around to people's houses and getting them out of their flooded homes are they getting anything Mm -mm, they don't count in the early stages of the storm's wake many residents wondered why lakewood church was inaccessible to those seeking relief on the first of several heavy rain days the church said uh cited severe flooding for their the cause but people quickly took to social media questioning whether the building next to southwest freeway was really impacted by the storm the day after Osteen was prepared to help those in need we have never closed our doors we will continue to be a distribution center for those in need we're prepared to house people so you actually need us again then we're gonna lock you out 
we are prepared to house people once shelters reach capacity lakewood will be a value to the community in the aftermath of the storm and helping our fellow citizens rebuild their lives the church said in a statement so basically you're waiting till everybody else get full and then there's still people over there basically that's what he said they also released photos showing flooding around the church the church eventually opened its doors providing shelter food and other essentials to anyone seeking it um so i don't know how he got the award but i guess i don't know that just seems kind of shady uh rapper named casanova turns himself in on felony charges after alleged attack on a woman in new york city mm, and then casanova about that i know right him and romeo ain't never been friends uh, claire um yeah uh, according to tmz a woman named nia rucker filed a report against the set tripping rapper i mean i guess he was set tripping <laughs> claiming she was attra- attacked by him and an accomplice at good stuff diner in new york what a name mm-hmm so I, say, I Cap- wonder if there's good stuff on the menu i don't know uh casanova says uh so say casanova thought rucker was filming him in the restaurant so he attacked her in an attempt to stop the recording and obtain the phone however rucker told pix 11 that she was just recording her meal for instagram live wow wow that means she got choked on instagram live uh the incident left her with a broken jaw a loose tooth and facial lacerations they say one of the men also put her in a sleeper hole during the altercation as a result officials issued a warrant for the rapper's arrest which prompted his decision to surrender wow what the fuck man you'd have never done that to another man i i won't say that but even put like this you'd have thought twice you wouldn't you you put like this not to say you wouldn't have got mad not to say they wouldn't attacked him but they wouldn't have done it as easily sure you know i I mean i have no dog in this fight you you could have that one i'm not i don't know what this crazy nigga would do because i've never heard of him to this day correct just right now this second i what i was gonna say is this whole thing about people filming folks in public and shit and you're a celebrity and so you can take their phone and throw it on a roof or do whatever that shit is wild to me i mean it's wild enough that we feel entitled to be able to film people and shit it's even more wild that you feel that you can presume that that's what was happening and they can just you can just do whatever you want to to this person um that attack sounds violent as fuck right and it sounds like some shit he's done in the past yeah even if he was um um even if he was doing that shit you know what i mean as far even if she was filming him why would it then escalate to violence even if she was which she probably wasn't Mm-mm. but even if she was what the fuck ridiculous man um anyway under the jail um a rogue goat may have helped dozens of farm animals escape <laughs> i guess he was bad to the bone i was gonna say uh she is probably rosa Pox. <laughs> dozens of goats and sheep brought for slaughter escaped from a new jersey livestock auction house wednesday night and the facilities manager believes another goat who had bolted to freedom more than a year ago helped them make their getaway da mm-hmm. harriet tubman of the goats mm-hmm. um yep we need. let everybody free mm-hmm. taking them up to canada 
and i could have freed a thousand more goats if they knew they were slaves come on uh, yeah fuck around and come back and your big animals gonna be going in your all your all your all your horses and shit your cows all them bitches gonna be gone the animals escaped through an unsecured gate at the hackenstown livestock auction house around 9 30 p.m it took more it took about an hour for police and locals to herd about 60 of the livestock back to their pens with a rope and cracked corn before 60 mm-hmm, before police resecured the gate with a piece of rope let us free but you know who you didn't get the ringleader uh auction house manager boe posma said those were the only animals who had to stake but teenan who had, who said that between 20, 10 and 20 more were believed to still be on the loose <laughs> and that they ain't never coming back mm-hmm. they know freedom now locals jokingly point the finger at another goat named fred that escaped the same auction house more than a year ago yeah fred was like fuck y'all fred hampton um yeah i mean fred that's his slave name so you know who knows what he called himself now Mm-hmm. now he's got their freedoms um they escaped from the same auction market more than a year ago sporadically pops up around the town in fact cops will see reports that fred was in the area a couple hours before the escape <laughs> got spotted they were hitting up the hardware stores and shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this was this was a planned getaway bah, in the bah, 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 in the bah, 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 bah. uh on thursday afternoon after the after the escape Fred showed up. Fred showed up at the faculty and head butted the gate holding newly corralled animals multiple times in an apparent effort to let them back out. Oh, y'all got a new shipment? That caused the man, uh, Postma to ship them away. But the sighting made him suspect Fred was also behind Wednesday night's escape. <laughs> it was him, Postman declared. I think he's the culprit. He must have banged the fence and let him out last night. I'm almost positive. He must have put a lot of force into that. The auction household sells every Tuesday, and this herd was be purchased was purchased by one owner who hadn't picked them up uh, yet due to his broken down truck. People tend to rally for escapees. Uh, <laughs> Mayor Maria ah! Dio Giovanni said. Um, oh wait d giovanni said uh i kind of like when they break free but i see both sides it's a business <laughs> they always said that about when the black people escape too it's a business i see both sides we'll pick a side mayor maria d giovanni hmm do you want to pick the right side or the wrong side the side of freedom or the side of the oppressor there have been i know it's all the jamaican people is very conflicted about this They're like but who's gonna carry them goats if y'all let them go i don't know i don't know I, i'm sorry i don't know i'm sorry there could have been accidents people uh people could have crashed into them we don't know the kind of what the mind of a sheep or a goat or what they'll do because mm-hmm. they're trying, trying to, to be they, free they inferior like the black mind is inferior to the white one is that what you're trying to say you're trying to say they're just some normally as animals the escape came a week after uh less than a week after 100 goats went on the lamb in idaho munching their way through a suburban boise idaho neighborhood in an incident dubbed the goat of palooza 2018 <laughs> the animals later wrangled onto a truck by the firm we rent goats which appeared, we rent goats this is hilarious 
which appear to have accidentally set the animals free there's no known connection between hackensack and boise incidents Mm-mm-mm. we rent goats yep those poor goats just trying to get their freedom trying to get to the promised land come on um all right let me go to the next session real quick we're at the break goats lives matters y'all i clear they do don't they mm-hmm. get them free give us us free <laughs> <laughs> i'm a star yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait for them to make a movie about this. Twelve years a goat. Yes, twelve years a goat curry. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Let's move on to other things. Let's see. Let's see. What do we have? All right. Let's do this. <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe. We assign different point scores of 0 to 100, intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. Yay. Alright, let's see who's fucking with us now. Denny's apologizes after a group of black customers refuse service uh, why do why do black people even go to denny's first of all shouldn't you be thanking denny's for keeping you from eating their food second of all i like that denny said hold my beer because these other restaurants been getting a little too frisky with their racism come on starting to broach onto our territory okay we were the first nigga free environment around here come on and now starbucks trying to call the police Mm-mm. no we do that um it was a florida's denny's by the way oh florida elijah henderson jr told news for jacksonville that he visited the lake city's denny's with a group of about 25 members of his church and was immediately told by an employee that they would not be able to accommodate them jesus this was one up street from us we never went to it that bitch went out of business yep i went in there one time because i had never had denny's before in my life oh you haven't Mm-mm. Okay. until that day uh, it was the worst food i've ever had in my life it tastes like racism it's not good like i ate it and i said oh they don't like niggas like i could just tell <laughs> the pancakes take like they microwaved them i don't know what the fuck is going on in that place it's, it's horrible. called grand slam a dollar two dollar three dollar meals whatever it is well i grand slam my sandwich on the floor and got out of there i said i never I know you did salty ass everything elijah henderson jr said he visited da, da, da. henderson said that there were plenty of other groups in the restaurant and that he thought his group was being discriminated against is it the color of my skin that's why i left it at is that a problem because everyone else was eating and drinking and she was like i'm not gonna be able to accommodate you all henderson said the employee claimed that there was only one cashier and one cook working at the time the employee no longer works at denny's mm-hmm. well was that because they got fired or just turnover right because places like that people don't stay long anyway you're paying them a dollar 75 an hour you know my guess is they quit correct but you know i think they quit i think they quit because they said wait a minute now when i took this job at denny's you did not tell me there would be niggers coming here i am offended and i'm out i would never work in this place again how dare you sir 
you told me this place is gonna be cluttered free i thought this is a the white man's uh the white man's denny's okay you remember me during the job interview and how that conversation went before i got hired hmm but my mouth to god's ears i really hate those nigger rats and anyone else really that doesn't have pure white aryan blood running through their veins i'm happy to be talking to a true white american god bless white america and denny's um uh there was another family that came in right after me and she was like you guys go ahead have a seat i'll be with you momentarily they are wrong for how they treated us point blank i don't care what you look like where you come from i just want equality denny's corporate office said the statement of the incident was unacceptable we were shocked by the unacceptable experience our guests received were you were you <laughs> were you really you got sued years ago were mm-hmm. you really it's unacceptable those niggas made it in the door i don't know what's going on i can't believe this bullshit service has y'all let them park service has definitely gone down the tat okay um so he said they said the incident was unacceptable that shocked um we simply do not tolerate discrimination any kind in our restaurants uh henderson also said that denny's chief operating officer called him to personally apologize he was like well i work with the diversity department well you guys have to do a little more work because i'm not working i said because it's not working i said um what you doing may be working at corporate but when it drizzles down and comes to the franchise it is not it is not working mm-hmm. all right well the diversity department is all white zero to 100 oh they're on that permanent hundred list mm. dennis when have we ever covered this good news about dennis yeah that's a good point Yep, I mean, maybe that's just me, but every time we talked about them, it's something fucked up. Yeah, I, I agree with you. They never been like Dennis gave a hundred thousand dollars to Black Lives Matter. I'll never hear that. <laughs> so no, they on that list a hundred. Uh, Pastor John Gray compares photo op with Trump to a meeting with Jesus. Pastor John Gray is one of the black pastors who embarrassed himself by participating in a bizarre photo op with President Donald Trump. Gray oddly sat by while Obama was insulted and Trump was called the most pro-black president, which uh, has resulted in backlash. Over a week later, Gray, who led 45 people in prayer at the press conference, is now comparing his foolishness of Trump to a meeting with Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. That man's the furthest thing from him. Mm. We don't hate at John, real John Gray. We love him, McQueen wrote on his Instagram uh because pastor keith mcqueen the founder of powerhouse church in indianapolis responded to another pastor defending gray claiming that people hated the mega church owner however we can't respect this decision to condone the behavior of an egotistical misogynistic narcissistic clown that has turned our country into a circus with his quarrelsome and divisive rants he has affirmed the behavior of this man by sitting at the table to discuss in quotes prison reform and urban revitalization with a man that has never cared for urban populations and incites hatred towards minorities that are targeted and often locked up unjustly right mm, you could have said that about van jones shit oh, amorosa that should apply to a lot of people he continued we disagree with him on behalf of young black men women mexican immigrants and children lgbt people and citizens that prefer our government that isn't illegally influenced by russian leaders well i'll be damned come on that's interesting too because uh he threw that lgbt in there and that's another pastor come on pastor keith mcqueen um so yeah well pastor gray was decided to respond and actually compared this meeting to trump uh, with 
going meeting jesus sitting at a table is neither affirming endorsing agreeing or aligning if so jesus certainly couldn't have sat with the zacchaeus or been in the company of lepers high priests couldn't go near lepers he commented under the post jesus made clear that he came eating and drinking and was a friend to sinners tax collectors and wine bibbers was he aligning or affirming their behavior of course not and an initial conversation doesn't portend for what could be produced in the future i could never presume to know your calling or assignment since we don't know each other he went on but scripture does outline for us what believers should do if they have a disagreement it starts with a one-on-one then get two or three witnesses and then take it before the church none of that happened before you posted about a fellow believer who had everything to lose and nothing to gain by being obedient to the god who sent me Mm-mm. god sent him karen now how can y'all say that god didn't tell him to, do y'all believe or not y'all believe god got all these superpowers and he talks to people but when somebody say god told him to do some stupid shit everybody be like god wouldn't do that how do what? you know hmm that nigga dumb so god didn't tell him to do this you you going on record as saying you know better than him what god told him to do is that what you is that what i'm hearing right now mm. Mm. that's a very interesting thing to do mm. but i'm the atheist y'all okay mm. that i didn't voice the accumulated pain of 400 years of real brokenness in our black and brown communities is something i wish i could do some moments call for a level of wisdom that my emotions would rather do away with come let us reason together perhaps next time try to reach out to me first and dialogue before utilizing your platform to hit your brother in christ i don't mind people who don't believe what i believe saying whatever they want what i wasn't prepared for was friendly fire he kept going lord just like a don't know when to be don't know when to be quiet was this a three-hour sermon the god who sent me so gray is taking responsibility for showing up to the meet with a president who refused to meet with the NAACP and reverend al sharpton uh oh wait he didn't say that okay um mcqueen apparently thought so too the difference between jesus and you sitting with donald trump is that jesus sat with the oppressed and not the oppressor jesus confronted the political figures of his day the process of addressing disagreements between leaders is a process between believers and not preachers to politicians the book of jude speaks to of those that are divisive and full of dissent and says have nothing to do with them um pastor john gray needs to stop responding and talking to people who follow his cult will not care just like yeah that's what i'm saying why would you even address this like can't you just make the money you was making without I mean if they supported you after the trump shit they gonna go to your church no matter what you do no matter what like if you show up in attendance it's the same like gee whew, you got them well you got some suckers yeah you do anyway zero to 100 can 100 i give it 100 as well he said he was playing that he said gee jesus met with lepers how's that the same as meeting with donald trump that's not the same <laughs> this nigga's not even christian what the fuck are we talking about here jesus would meet with people that that needed help trump don't need your help baby oh man people are ridiculous yes they are 
a racist man calls a pregnant black woman the n-word and the video got him fired from a medical center good you said you're a nigger shut up good oh that old classic did twitter csi find him i hate those nigger rats uh on <laughs> on saturday a flowwood mississippi man went on a racist rant against a donut shop employee that was caught on video and then kind of ended up costing him his job mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my favorite my favorite song a jam a bop even the song of the summer come on uh like i like moo moo is a jam but it's not been yeah i was live i told y'all that's my favorite song it's not even not even something off of the uh everything is love album my favorite bop has been white people losing their jobs after getting caught on these cameras saying something stupid i know i know and if i said what jam you gonna pick the party this time uh well we'll get there we'll get there mississippi baptist medical center fired radiologist kyle thomas and distanced itself from the employee at the video thomas called radiologist so you went just some nobody in there mm-hmm uh at the uh video of thomas calling a pregnant woman the n-word repeatedly reported oh repeatedly went viral Mm-mm-mm. uh keandrea ward law said thomas entered the jacksonville donuts palace shop and called her a nigger four times because he, he was apparently upset over service well i'll tell you boy they get a little upset over service you just don't know what's gonna come out their mouth i've been upset over service before never went to racial slurs never in the video word law sounds off on thomas saying i hope you don't deal with children and he fired back a nasty retort saying shut your fucking mouth word law then said who are you talking to thomas said you're a child shut up the two continued to feud and word law then shot back you're a son of a bitch that's what you are you don't speak to me that way and that's when thomas went off the rails you're a nigger shut up that's when warlock shouted back oh i'm a nigga now i'm a nigga and you're a bitch and then thomas did just that uh she said say it again and thomas did just that and hurled the slur four more times for exiting the store yeah i saw this video he's like nigger 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 like every time she said say it again nigger it sounded like a like call and response yeah because he couldn't get good service so everybody gotta be niggers and then she got um she went and got his um tag too from his car. I hope you don't deal with children. Who are you talking to? Oh, just froze. I will throw You're something. A child. Shut up. You're a f- bitch. That's what you are. You don't speak to me that way. Whoa. I will be back talking I don't care. You don't speak he said i will i think he said i will be back to fuck your mother is that what he said who knows sound like he said i will be back hey, to fuck hey, your mother uniform me that way <laughs> oh i'm a oh now and you're a say it again say it again say it again yeah because like i said he didn't think there'll be no consequences behind that he probably deals with black people mm-hmm. then she went out to his car and got his tags right and i said and that's why we know his name at the video showing him went viral thomas went, took the facebook to apologize 
thomas wrote online i regret every word there's no excuse to say these horrible things Mm -mm, mm -mm. i was upset about another issue and it spilled over into this i can't apologize enough Mm -mm. don't believe you he was correct and don't care he was correct though karen he couldn't apologize enough because they got after his ass So yeah, Mississippi Baptist Medical Center said, although Thomas was off the job, his actions, language, and behavior doesn't represent the organization's values. And he uh, was in uniform. Mm-hmm. He was in his scrubs. He was. He has since returned to the donut shop to apologize to her boss, but hasn't apologized to her. Classic white behavior. Shout out to Monty Gandy having to deal with that shit. Right. She said she'd accept an apology if Thomas gave her one. Well, she's nice. She's very nice for that. I I would understand if she didn't want to um but yeah he ended up losing his job um which is probably a good playing job a radiologist you ain't getting paid no pennies mm-hmm. yep so he ended up getting fired behind that shit um so yeah um i don't know what song i would play probably this one it's funny, funny how, how money changes situation. Miscommunication lead to complication. My emancipation don't fit your equation. I was on the humble you on every station. Someone play young love really like she done. But remember not to game the one of the sun. Everything you did has already been done. I know all the tricks from bricks to kingdom. My ting done major kingdom. Why wrong? Now understand El Boogie. Not violent. But if a thing tests me, run to make young. Young take a threat to my newborn son. El been this way since creation. A goopy car you far from temptation. Now you want ball over separation. Tarnish my image in the conversation. Who you gonna scrimmage like you the champion? You might win some, but, but you, you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. Yeah, he might win some, but he just lost one job. Cause nigga, that was stupid. Yeah, I, you not sorry. Mm-hmm. You sorry because your job was like, oh, we heard that you fell out with the lady down the street. Yeah, you sorry you got caught. Right. That's that's ridiculous. All right, last one. Um, police confronted over alleged bait truck of Nike shoes left in a black Chicago community. Police that again oh wait do you say zero to 100 on the last one? Oh, 100 100 is male police confronted over alleged bait truck of nike shoes left in black chicago community a bait truck bait b-a-i-t oh, bait truck oh okay. they left a truck full of nikes in uh in the community unguarded un unsecured hoping that black people will walk by and steal them and then they would arrest them how is this legal uh yeah it's not considered entrapment it's just a a way to get kids in 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 the damn prison system or you know whatever and i wouldn't and i think it's racist because 
they're not putting wranglers in the white neighborhoods okay they ain't putting lululemons right y'all don't take lululemons and put them in the suburbs of chicago nah y'all take nikes and put them in the hood and be like i can't believe kids took a box of nikes let's put them in the fucking prison system y'all dirty man a man tells officers in an online video the incident published thursday y'all see kids playing ball and you pull a fucking nike truck into the ghetto charles mckenzie an anti-crime activist who put the video on facebook told vox that the truck appeared next to a basketball court frequented by young people in the largest black neighborhood in the south side of chicago and while both local and federal agencies conduct such bait operations the site reported neither chicago police nor the fbi offered comment on the truck authorities use everything from fake drugs and modified cars and gps fix packages and bikes to weed out thieves nationwide theft of in-transit property known as cargo theft caused nearly 27 million dollars in losses in 2016 according to fbi data but some community members perceived an alleged bait truck left in an impoverished neighborhood near basketball quarters an obvious attempt to target black youth as racially lopsided arrests unfold nationwide right the police parked trucks with boxes of nike shoes in front of kids lifted up um mckenzie the activist said on facebook and when people hop in the truck the police hop out on them uh mckenzie founded guys gorillas a group a group promoting job assistance and alternatives to violence in chicago his video has over 630,000 views on facebook it later picked up by another 290,000 views on worldstar in another video youtuber martin g johnson allegedly depicts the bait truck traveling between locations with planes closed fbi uh looking type guys once parked he fails community members telling authorities to remove the vehicle from their neighborhood right because they know what it is now so they get this shit the fuck out of here gone kids shouldn't be breaking back into trucks uh police officer responds after the confrontation however the white truck is driven away that's what advocacy looks like one man said good job people right because i'm gonna stand here and i'm gonna tell him to stay the fuck away from it that's what i'm gonna do so it's counterproductive to what you're doing shout out to the black people that took it upon themselves to warn the neighborhood and because honestly man listen no offense but somebody stealing some fucking nikes out the back of a truck is a harmless crime and i know that uh people feel a certain way about all that shit um because of what we've been taught about capitalism and all this shit, whatever that shit is a harmless fucking crime nobody actually got hurt you know like that's not the kind of crime i'll need the police fucking investigating who would walk up to a fucking pot of gold and take a coin that's not it um and the fact that ultimately this kind of shit is gonna lead to the arrest of a, probably a bunch of black kids right <clears throat> that's what you're gonna get is kids well they're targeting kids right putting it by the park where the kids play basketball because the kid might be dumb enough not to know that that's a a setup or dumb enough just in general to go take some shit when they really have no business taking it right you know if i walk past a fucking pair of shoes on the ground i wouldn't take them because you know of who i am and all this shit at this point in my life where i'm like um i don't need these shoes i'm fine now, but if i was younger like 15 me, right i might do that shit because i was dumb and what we know about prison and what we know about kids and what we know about jail bail all this shit the money it cost and the the chicago racist ass police now I put myself in harm's way because of this yeah yeah and i'm glad you have advocates out there that fusses at them until they move it because see they make such a big scene that ain't nobody gonna stop by or people gonna overhear them saying that they the cops and they're gonna start recognizing the vehicles that they're pulling out there on and eventually they're gonna put them out there and nobody gonna touch it and these honestly these um these police um are 
fueling the privatized prison system correct because these prisons tell them we need more inmates so they manufacture inmates by manufacturing crime this isn't good this isn't right this isn't okay crime that otherwise wouldn't have been committed right so all right let's uh move on to uh something else are we scoring it if we are 100 this one's obviously 100 for both of us okay um all right you know let's do some guest race and then we'll wrap it up okay um here we go now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everybody playing is a racist all right let's get into some guessing a man was arrested after allegedly getting caught having sex with a pony mm. that pony love Mm-hmm. i guess it was uh his little pony sorry Good one. my sound effect is not working right now i don't know what happened thank you spotify for letting me down um <laughs> just imagine that uh won't be food again right there okay guys thank you. oh wait it's coming back up all right here we go let's give it about 35 seconds no it's still like no there you go um <laughs> That was a long way to go for that sound effect. Sorry, guys. It just is what it is. Um, all right, let's get into the uh, article. Hey! Mm-hmm. Um, wait, why won't this article let me read this? All right, here we go. Whenever staff, writer, Cal Hinchley post new content, you get an email. What? This is not the article the hell is going on here i gotta ask five answer five questions to get uh to see the article this is a new trick by the white man right can we skip it a utility worker was arrested after reportedly being spotted having sex with a pony in rogers county wednesday morning authorities received multiple calls from an area west of enola where a naked man was found to be having naked, sex so he took his clothes off at work while he was on the job but i mean if you're gonna have sex you're gonna have he wasn't horsing around, Karen. Okay, let me get his play clothes dirty. Yeah, you don't go bareback. Go all bareback. Mm-hmm. He's gonna ride side side on that ass. Um. So yeah, he was found to be having sex with a miniature horse in a pen. Oh. Sheriff's deputies were dispatched to the intersection of County Road, according to an affidavit. A witness told investigators saw a man full new standing in the field having sex with a pony deputies and police officers from enola police department responded to the scene and arrested the man allegedly tyler joseph schlosser 29 mm. too old maybe he thought it was a donkey he was just trying to get some ass two, <laughs> other, two other witnesses prior to a police arrival 
reportedly arrived and one of them began recording the alleged act Slosser allegedly stopped and began walking towards them oh didn't see that coming Mm-mm. walton said it appears Slosser was a utility worker Slosser allegedly blamed his actions on medication the sheriff added oh, that the, oh so one of the side effects is that you're gonna be fucking miniature donkeys you must have been on that uh that shit roseanne I was on i thought the bitch was white god damn it i thought the bitch was white <laughs> fuck must have thought the bitch was white yeah i don't know it stretches the imagination he said i certainly have sympathy for the homeowners who had to witness it the lit- and that literally causes some emotional scars people laugh about it and everything i guess you got to deal with it but i do have sympathy for people who have witnessed sick stuff like that uh responding officers arrested slosher and all complaints of indecent exposure crime against nature uh he was booked into rogers county jails held on fifty thousand dollars bond i want to see in one of them states where that's not a uh uh against the law you know some states nah they're arresting him it's against the law okay so Mm-mm-mm. you know sometimes they charge him with other shit but they was like nope you going to jail yeah it sounds like he wasn't too stable probably be spending some time in the pen that's a good one that's, that's a good one that's a real good one all right karen guess the race white all right check the chat room see what they believe um stable da, da, da. okay his dog was unavailable white that's not what genuine meant i recuse myself it's oklahoma what do you want a pony white man wrong question giddy up white whiter than the jizz he left on that pony oh, wilbur white oh no white the correct answer is he's white Mm-mm-mm. there he is oh okay he kind he looks very unhappy yeah you'd be sad too on that meds on the meds mm-hmm. you'd be sad too they took your fine piece of ass away Mm-hmm. i wonder why how he thought he could get away with it with the right white man we can do anything that's probably why <laughs> probably thought he could do anything the right white man with the right white man <laughs> all right uh next one uh facebook political argument ends with a man shot in the buttocks okay all right so we're shooting people in the butt i mean if you disagree with somebody you know I, i'm not gonna shoot you in the butt okay um but that's, that's, but that's just me i mean maybe they weren't aiming for the butt two men disagreed about politics on facebook when things got heated one showed up with a glock and an ar-15 and shot the other in the thigh and the buttocks um it happened did he block him on facebook afterwards or no yeah i don't know that's 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 what everybody want to know it happened monday night um t- uh, in tampa oh damn florida um charges of brian sebring 44 uh got arrested on charges of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon and carrying a concealed firearm uh alex stevens 46 was the victim damn y'all old uh to be doing this 
police said though he may have had a role in ratcheting up the rhetoric sebring told officer stevens threatened him oh stand your ground huh mm-hmm after receiving several explicit messages and threats the defendant responded to the victim's home to confront him referencing the messages when sebring arrived wearing the glock and the holster on his waistband he honked his horn waiting by his truck for stevens to appear stevens came out the home and charged towards sebring and that's when sebring fired two shots with the glock the victim ran away and the defendant fled the scene that's an open and shut stay your ground case probably mm-hmm. i mean what else can't you do he drove to the man's house with guns and he ran towards you so you should be able to kill him uh the nature of the political dispute on facebook was not described in detail it is not apparent from public view of the men's home pages sebring is a registered democrat who follows barack obama on twitter voting records do not show a registration for stevens who is a felon oh well, he's probably uh no nah, never mind sebring was <laughs> booked into hillsborough county jail his bail set at not five hundred dollars the jail records state that he is delivery driver for a pizza company his twitter account which which company uh, that tells us a lot his twitter account describes him as a married father too like stevens he went to tampa robertson high school uh it didn't take long before a critic weighed in on facebook mike williams one of sebring's facebook friends posted tuesday on sebring's page accusing him of throwing everything away for something dumb williams elaborated on his own page throw your whole life away including your kids because you can't handle shit on facebook sad 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 he wrote making a derisive comment about snowflakes guess the race karen what is his name again his name is brian sibring or white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe white white on white crime when keeping it real goes wrong black a white not a white mm-hmm. um i don't see any other guesses Oh, Betty, body, Betty White, mid, Monday Night Raw White. The correct answer is a white. Some of y'all dig it. One of y'all got it wrong. liberal snowflake cucks <laughs> i hear causing all these problems all right bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round of guest race so far karen is two for two but will she finish strong let's find out all right you ready for the bonus round let's do it residents of bristol connecticut got quite the grisly shock on a monday afternoon when a bear wandered into the local liquor store oh bears got a drink too staff members at crazy bruce liquors uh were forced to act fast as the mid-sized creature made its way across the parking lot in broad daylight and into the foyer of the business oh they must got one of them doors that like automatically opened that bell walked in that door was like okay during one shocking moment in security footage the venue almost accidentally invites the animal inside when an automatic door opens due to the hairy visitor triggering a sensor at the entrance mm-hmm right because the, the, the sensor don't don't know if you're human or not it just go up oh, you fit the weight 
those inside the building managed to avoid any potential danger by closing an inner door to stop the bear from strolling inside any further a video from 2 p.m shows an unlikely encounter take place with most customers and employees managing to steer clear of the area one person stopped by to pick up a purchase however did wander into the danger zone within the shop right plaza complex on the route six commercial corridor fortunately quick thinking staff ushered the customer into a, sta- a safe <laughs> that's like you got to go get away from him the member of the public didn't panic as he was blissfully unaware of the bear but assistant store manager dan needs whiskey um who was who has worked at the branch for 20 years and never seen a bear says the customer was kind of shocked when he learned about his close encounter <laughs> what was they doing now the record has a big ass bear yeah yo boo i heard they got some drinks in here uh initially hey, yo boo this body gonna be lit i don't know about this yo they have any comfort in initially those involved thought the bear was a a big dog when it was spotted outside oh shit native to north america bears are um everywhere uh the bear really are we actually in their territory according to the international union of conservation of nature the omnivores are only two of the uh eight species that are not in danger of extinction okay da 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 they're right. gonna be here long after we gone yeah guess the race of the bear oh this is a black bear karen's going with black let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe about the bear's race uh a darby bear never says when black black brown brown black as night liquor store black black the correct answer a uh, brown bear looking for 40s nigger bear okay. ah! <laughs> the correct answer is black it was a black bear karen <laughs> and many of you did miss it because you said brown I said prone to crime black mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. i mean you know it's going in there uh checking to see if they had any malt liquor mm-hmm. it's looking for some specific y'all that, got some hennessy that bear look underage <laughs> y'all got some hennessy well you know black don't crack karen black bear don't now. crack bear uh what y'all got up in here i need some cavassier uh all right let's go to the final segment sword ratchetness <laughs> a woman was charged over forest law forest lodge samurai sword death a woman has been charged and a man remains under police guard after the pair handed themselves in to police over the fatal shooting of local hip-hop legend jet mckee on sydney's in sydney's inner week west last week this is happening mm. in australia yep mr mckee 30 was found dead on the road with a massive head wound at lunchtime on friday after an argument broke out inside of a home on hereford street in forest lodge mr mckee who performed under the name skeppers 
was heard arguing with a woman and a, a man inside a home before he staggered out onto the street and collapsed fairfax media understands he was stabbed with a samurai sword allegedly one of many swords inside the house where the altercation took place mm. uh his emergency services were called but he was found dead on saturday police released a description of the man and woman mr mckee was allegedly arguing with the hunt for the pair continued on monday until 6 p.m when a man and woman handed themselves in the newtown police station the 23 year old woman was charged with murder and will appear in court the 28 year old man was taken to the hospital under police guard seeking treatment for a pre-existing facial injury he is expected to be charged upon his release from the hospital tributes to the legend of australia and hip-hop have flowed with one fan and friend describing him as calm collected and humble soul this is the last person i would have ever thought this would happen to said liat jackass yeah in, Aust- in australia they ban guns another and it's still happened with a sword another legend of the sydney rap scene lost big love and rest in peace my dude hip-hop artist mr ruckman said man that's sad mm-hmm. hopefully australian hip-hop they don't be saying the n-word shit you know since they don't come from this um all right y'all that's it we'll be back later on if you are a regular member or a premium member um a new episode of this too much is out mm-hmm. me and bossy reviewing episode one of season three of insecure that came on sunday mm-hmm. uh so we back we are back and we will be trying to do that uh as often as we can thank y'all for listening thank y'all for showing up thanks for people that come to the chat thanks to those who are planning to come to the live show september 20th yeah uh we're we're almost just about a month away guys we are almost there almost get off your ass and get your fucking ticket man okay i would hate for you not to make it we would love to see you all there uh thank you so much um tickets you can get them at theblackoutist.com slash live 2018 i'll put it in the show notes as well all right guys thanks for supporting the love we will talk to y'all soon until then peace oh and karen i love you Hold on, I'm not done. Okay. Karen. Yes. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Thank you.